Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Wednesday, 17 August, year of our Lord, 2022. You're in the war room. You know, the last 24 hours has really been uh, unique, I think, in recent American politics. We have two, not one, count them, two profiles in courage. One is uh, Liz Cheney out in Wyoming who, who, who wraps herself, takes the sacred text of the Gettysburg Address and wraps her presidential ambitions in it, comparing herself of what she done, what she's done on the J six committee, comparing that to President uh, Lincoln and, and when he ran for re-election in Congress and then for the Senate uh, against uh, Stephen Douglas, comparing herself to that, and using actually the words of the Gettysburg Address. And of course, this morning, Morning Joe and Morning Meek and all these people they're talking about this, how great it is, how amazing it is, a profile and courage. And he said she's like General Grant, and you know she's a fighting general, not like McClellan and these generals that didn't fight. All this. Just nonsense, okay? And then this morning, up in um, up in New Hampshire, they have the Politics and Eggs uh, Breakfast, which is a very well-known um, political gathering of New Hampshireites. And um, they had Mike Pence, another profile in Courage. And Mike Pence, we're going to get that clip here momentarily as soon as our crack team in uh, Denver can boot it in. And Mike Pence said, um, we got to stop criticizing the FBI. We're law and order party. This is what this mindless, gutless simp said. We're the law and order party, so we got to quit criticizing them. You know, the, the rank and file. This is an individual who has done more damage to this country than any other person in modern political history. He's gutless. That letter he had that he dropped on everybody, he never walked anybody through it. He never talked to President Trump about it. He never ran it by anybody. He never put a draft to the White House counsel. He was so cowardly. He did it in dark. He he just wanted to drop it out. And then he had the gall just to tweet it out in the world, given given the tensions and the uh and the um you know and and, and people's passions coming to that uh, which was gonna be the twenty four hours that we walk through each individual state of the battleground states. And I think we actually threw New Mexico and Nevada in there also. That's Mike Pence. Remember, Mike Pence never had the guts. And by the way, if Mike Pence wants to come on here or Mark Short or any of that uh, cast of clowns around him, the Koch brother clowns, if any of them want to come on here or any time, any place want to debate me on this topic or any topic, pick the topic, but particularly this topic, because I know the timeline and you Never talked to President Trump about it. You never uh, told him where you were coming out on this, specifically how you laid it out. The letter was technically wrong because nobody ever said, I never heard anybody ever say uh, anywhere at any time on television that they were talking about flipping the electors to, to Trump. This was all about the decertification of the Biden electors and sending it back to the states, sending it back to the states that allowed them to go through a certification process to see if they could actually, which the letter from Pennsylvania asked for, the letter from Arizona asked for. They let us just go through and check our process to see, make sure that these were certified correctly. And if they can't be certified, then, hey, maybe you could throw it into a contingent election into the House of Representatives, as laid out in the Electoral Count Act of, wait for it, 1887. Yes, all by the book. No, but Pence didn't talk about it. And this morning, he's going to sit there and pontificate in his kind of mindless little altar boy way, little goody two-shoes way, Mike Pence, right? These are the types of people in controlled opposition that get this has gotten this nation in trouble. When we talk about conservatives, do you want to conserve anything Mike Pence has ever done? 
right? Remember he's governor of Indiana, Common Core. Remember he created on that. Remember he created on LGBTQ. He created every time you have a tough call, the one person you do not want to call in the foxhole next to you is Mike Pence because he is going to crater. He's going to call mother, 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 going to hide behind mother's skirt. Well, in, in uh, New Hampshire today, that was just unacceptable. Okay, no, the rank and file of the FBI have to start coming forward. There's been 14 whistleblowers. What, you, want, you want that to stop, Mike Pence, the 14 whistleblowers that come forward to, to Jim Jordan? You want that to stop? Do you agree, uh, Mike Pence? Do you agree that uh, they should have taken the president's uh, diplomatic passport? They should have done that in this fishing expedition they've got there. So you agree to Mike Pence is trying to worm his way into a, a which he, you know, he sees Christie and, and Yunkin. Yunkin's going to here and other guys are going here. And, you know, of course, Liz Cheney, she's going to run as Lincoln's, uh, you know, Lincoln's mini me. Uh, and he's trying to get his lane, right? His lane. And his lane is going to be, oh, I'm the uh, milk toast. A gutless, spineless conservative that people have been voting for for decades, and that's how we got in this situation. This was just not all uh, progressive Democrats. We got here because you voted for people, you gave money for people, you knocked on doors for people who were gutless. Okay, let's just call it what it is. You were gutless. Gutless. And that's what Mike Pence, you, you pick up Funkin' Wagnall and you flip to Gutless and his picture's right there. And if you don't like it, Mike, come on the show. Or call me out and I'll go anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Because you're Gutless. You know I know you inside out. And you're Grundoon's short and that whole cast of characters. Whole cast of Coke losers. Okay? I want to bring in Boris Epstein. I got Jack Basovic. Boris, give me your assessment in, you know, Denver, anytime, any place. We're waiting for a clip. We got to hear it in his own voice. Give us your assessment, Boris Epstein. Steve, my assessment is that the, the mainstream media, again, called out by President Trump today on Truth. They're talking about, oh, Liz Cheney's got like, this bright and wonderful future, bright and wonderful future, yet she just got destroyed by 40 points in her home state that, by the way, she hadn't visited in months or years. So this, this notion that there's any room left for never-Trumpers, for rhinos, for rhino-adjacent, for somebody trying to tap dance Mike Pence or any others is absolute nonsense. You know, Liz Cheney is the Jeb Bush of, of, of 2022 and 2023, 2024. The main speed is going to be all in love. Nicole oh, no, she's not. Oh, 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 oh. She's not anywhere near. Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush was at least a, a successful governor of a major state. I mean, look, he 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 imploded under the pressure of Trump and MAGA and put him on the spotlight. But you can't compare. I mean, Liz Cheney is a nothing burger. Well, what has she ever accomplished well, in her life besides being I'm Dick Cheney about in, in a wig? The love from the mainstream media. Oh the yeah, yeah. You're gonna get the love. Oh, you're gonna get more love. Look, they like they liked Jeb Bush, but they love it. They're gonna love on some. Nicole, uh, Nicole they're gonna be Wallace loving on some. Already packing her bags. She's going out to Wyoming. She's going to sit. They're going to sit across from one another. There's going to be a pond. I bet you there's going to be a pond going on. Okay. They'll have there's a white. A they'll have. A, they'll have. They'll have a white wine. They'll have a white wine. They'll, they'll share a, a Chablis. They're going to have a spritzer. Maybe they'll play some canasta. Who knows? And then they're going to talk to each other. They're going to talk to each other about the true future of the conservative movement as the two of That's them it. see it. As That's the two it. of them see it. And, and, you know, we're laughing and we're having a good time because it's a good time to be had right now. By the way, We the People wine is the wine to be having. I know, Steve, you're going to be having the founder of that on the show uh, soon enough. But when you talk about raising a glass, today falls into a two-week period that's likely been the strongest <laughs> for the MAGA movement since President Trump's win in 2016. Okay? I've heard... The, from very reputable, let's be honest, establishment-adjacent folks who said that the worst day any potential opponent, any potential even considered opponent, President Trump for 2024 had, was last Monday, August 8th. That raid, and you have Philip Bump writing about it in the Washington Post. Tim Strass just put out a great piece in the Wall Street Journal. The raid and break-in on President Trump's home of Mar-a-Lago, beautiful Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, cemented and ended any discussion, any consideration that there was any lane except for the MAGA lane, the Trump lane in Republican politics for the long foreseeable future. That's why we say 100 seats, 100 years. 
because we've got to be bringing the heat right now. Not tomorrow, not the next day. The heat has got to be brought. And yesterday, last night, it was brought on Liz Cheney, and she got a face full of democracy. Oh, she was tweeting, bring it on. And she was talking about you know, how she's going to fight back you know, from her fancy house in McLean, Virginia. You know, maybe she yeah, actually wants yeah. to sister. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. MSNBC, you're talking about suppressing democracy. We love it on some democracy. We're winning everywhere with things called about votes, legitimate, legitimate votes. We're all about democracy. We may take the Democrats' name. We like it so much. You guys talk about democracy all, all along. You got Liz Cheney. You're promoting for a year, and she gets crushed, crushed. One of the most brutal beatings in American modern politics, Boris Epstein. And they're already trying to, and they're already trying to memory hole it. They're already trying to pretend like it doesn't exist. There's a story. Oh, she's starting a group. Okay, if she's if she could be successful at starting a group, wouldn't she be successful at running for her own seat that she won with seventy percent of the vote? And, you know, you've got Morning Mika and that husband of hers, you know, the guy, by the way, you know, he's talking about you know, other people's legal legal troubles. Hey, Joe, we haven't forgot about your legal troubles, okay, buddy? We have not forgot. People know, okay? We know what happened. Everybody knows. So if I were you, I'd keep your mouth shut, okay, Scarborough? There's a reason that you left Congress. And no, it's not because of your philosophical differences or whatever it is nonsense you're talking, okay? Everybody knows what happened. We know, you know. So I keep your mouth shut whining about indictment and all that kind of thing. So you know, these idiots, they are trying to pretend that Liz Cheney and others you know, have a, a future that somehow it gets, oh, yeah, Liz Cheney would have won with 85% of the vote if not, if she hadn't turned her back on President Trump and MAGA. Yes, if she had not been a Benedict Arnold, she had not been a traitor of what's best for America, what's best for her party, what's best for her constituents, she may have won. No, that makes no sense whatsoever. And you know what? Here's what these Democrats and mainstream media rhinos and liars are telling you. They think that the American people are stupid. They think that the American people don't see authenticity. They think that if Liz Cheney had just pretended somehow, whatever, that, that the, Amer the people of Wyoming would have been with her. Wrong. The American people are smart. They see through fake. They see through liars. They see through those who are trying to just pretend to be MAGA. And that's why only real MAGA is winning in America. MAGA is ascendant. Everyone else is down in the tubes. And you know what? That's exactly the way it should be. Because if you look at what happened to this country in 18 months from when President Trump left the Oval Office and the illegitimate occupant walked in and Joe Biden or was wheeled in, whatever you say, this country has absolutely fallen apart. This obsession by Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and other rhinos somehow bring down President Trump. It is an obsession to bring down our... And for Mike Pence to go around and say, oh, yeah, sure, law enforcement, that's great, yeah, it's all good. Okay, well, what about the fake kidnapping plot on the Michigan government? What about the fake protests that we're having in D.C. when there were more informants there than anybody else? And now this brazen raid, break it, and theft of the president's personal personal facts, okay? They stole the president's personal holdings, specifically his passport, and specifically his diplomatic passport. What, the, did that somehow mistake itself for a classified document or a presidential record? Yeah. No, it didn't. This was all a premeditated a it was, attack. It was pretending it was, pretending it was a president. nuclear code. Uh, Boris, yeah. I know you got to bounce. Give your coordinates so people can keep up with you. Tomorrow's the affidavit. We'll have you back on. Tomorrow's the arguing before the judge about the affidavit. President Trump wants it. And you know what's totally, beautiful? Judicial totally Watch has supplemented its filings with President Trump's statement. Saying, hey, release the document. That is how powerful President Donald J. Yeah. Trump is. He put something out on truth of his statements. Boom, it's in the filings. And, and now it's up to the judge to decide whether he will follow Merrick Garland's call for full transparency. Let's have it. Let's have the affidavit. Let's do the it. same form need that the FBI DOJ have lied on before so many times. Okay. My social media, BorisCP.com, hot on BorisCP.com, hot on Getter at BorisCP, Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, the hottest on the gram, Boris on the scrap time. Stay strong. God bless, and I will see you tomorrow. You got to sign up for Bor uh, Boris's morning newsletter. Short commercial break. Human events daily. Jack Posobiec next. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's
know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. The party is the party of law and order. Our party stands with the men and women who serve on the thin blue line at the federal and state and local level. And these attacks on the FBI must stop. Calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police. The truth of the matter is, we need to get to the bottom of what happened. We need to let the facts play out. But more than anything else, the American people need to be reassured in the integrity of our justice system and the very appearance of a recurrence of politics playing a role in decisions at the Justice Department demands transparency as never before. And I will continue to call on the Attorney General and the Justice Department to make that information available to the American people and do so now. Pence, you're a disgusting coward. Just even the sight of you bugs me. You're just a disgusting coward. Of course, we're the party of law and order, right? But this is not what we're talking about. You're talking about a police state. And you don't have the guts to stand up to it. And you're going to give these bromides. I insist. I do this. And no. Th there is no comparison about defunding the police. We've never called for defunding police. We're calling for defunding the police state. And that is what the FBI has become. We're going to defund it. We're going to deconstruct it. And if they even need a federal investigative service, which people will determine, maybe it's rebuilt in some way. But not this. You haven't been there. You haven't been with Tina Peters. You haven't seen the Peter Navars. You haven't seen the Veritas. You haven't been there. You know why? Because you're hiding because you're a coward. You're a coward. I noticed that didn't get a big applause line either. Just giving you a technical thing. But go ask mother. Jack Posobiec, thoughts, observations on the gutless simp that is called Mike Pence. Lick those boots harder, simp. Lick those boots harder. Look, you know, the going after Carrie Lake right now, because she had the gall to say that President Trump, Ron DeSantis, have a little something called BDE. Well, I'll tell you, I'll do you one better. Mike Pence right there, that's an example of LDE. These LDE, <laughs> low-T Republicans, like Paul Ryan, who used to order his low-T soy lattes, are going, they want to go back to the old party. They want to go back to the old right. They want to go back to the old things. They want to go back to the party of losers. They don't want to win. They don't know how to win. They've never understood this. They want to be a good little boy and get pat on the head and say, thank you. You've done very well. And please, please don't say mean things to me on CNN. Don't be mean to me in the Washington Post. It's, it's disgraceful. It's a suck up. And this is so obvious to say they will, they will go to you and say that we're having 100,000 jackbooted uh, IRS agents with shoot-to-kill authority, lethal force, for poor people, for middle-class people in this country. They'll raid the President of the United States' personal residence, and then they'll turn around and tell you they're doing all of this in the name of defending democracy. But Steve, I, have some, I actually have questions for Mike Pence, because I've been keeping my tongue 
I've been biting my tongue a little bit about this guy for a while. And I think, would you, do you mind, do you think the Warham audience would mind if we, and I know Human Events Daily comes up at 10 p.m., make sure you watch it every night. Well, would you mind, Steve, if I drop some receipts on Mike Pence right now? No, please. Can we just, can we just go ahead and, and do it? Human, do it? Right. Human, human Events Daily is known as we a receipt talk. dropper. Okay, so we talk about January 6th a lot. And we remember the installation of this regime under armed occupation on January 20th. But you know what we don't talk about is the date January 28th. Because what was happening on January 28th of 2021? Mike Pence down, where was in the Virgin Island, down in St. Croix. Why was it that Mike Pence took this trip to St. Croix immediately after Biden came into D.C.? Because it turns out that I've got some people from the Virgin Islands that are saying we need to ask some questions about Mike Pence and whether or not he was holding meetings down there. Let's go through a couple of names that he may have been meeting with. Ask Mike Pence about Kane Bay Partners down in the Virgin Islands. Let's talk about Erica Hall. I know if the audience doesn't know that name, I know you do, Mike Pence. Let's talk about Stacey Plaskett. And let's talk about some of the financiers that were down there in the Virgin Islands. Because there's a lot of money going in down there. And there's a lot of, there, so there is the Republican Party, the Virgin Islands. Was Mike Pence meeting with that party for money meetings? immediately after Joe Biden came into office. When nobody was looking, he takes this trip down to the Virgin Islands as, and I don't know, we haven't had any questions about this. He didn't make any announcements about it, but it popped off on social media. And if you go to the St. Thomas Times, they are the ones that put this thing out when it first happened. So here's the thing, the source, the St. Thomas of the Virgin Islands. So what's the deal, Mike Pence? What were you doing in the Virgin Islands January 28th of 2021. I just went to Cane Bay Partners. Let's talk about Cane Bay Partners. Very fascinating. Did uh, Jack freeze up? Oh, uh, no, it looks like he froze up right there. Um, no, I was I was pausing for dramatic effect, Steve. I was oh, hang on for a second. When you say money meetings, do you mean about financing his political future? Do you mean about him taking a job as some advisor like they all do? They all get to a hedge fund and take some job as an advisor. Do you, do you when you say money meetings, it has like a nefarious aspect to it. What, what, what do you mean by that? Well, we're still going through. And what I've got so far is about is that list of people that we should ask about, including KMA partners, but also. Uh, these Virgin Islands insiders, they're part of this establishment wing of the party. There's a lot of money, as we know, that goes to the Virgin Islands, Cayman Islands. Um, a lot of the funding for some of the establishment runs through these areas. And let's just say some of the dealings that go that they go with, they would rather keep secret. Now, they've just taken over the party down in the Virgin Islands right off just about one year after this meeting, supposedly, that took place with Mike Pence. And so my question is, what was going on down there in the Virgin Islands, was it to set up a political future? Was it for, we know we obviously he didn't take a hedge fund position or anything like that. I think he has some kind of uh, official title with Heritage, one of these organizations, Yeah, some of these guys. But so the question is, who is funding this guy right now? Because he realized, Steve, he realized, and I've got the videos of him, when he came to our turning point rally in December of 2020, and he said, we will throw out every illegal vote. And then he went down where? He went down to Georgia, January 4th, 2021, two days before January 6th. And Mike Pence said that we will go through every single voting irregularity on Wednesday. So he said that on Monday. And then on Wednesday, he completely changed what he said. Now, the question is, why did you lie? Why did you go before our turning point rally? Lie to the people. Why did you go to Georgia and lie to the people of Georgia? Can you understand? Can you understand why people might be a little upset with you, Mike Pence, when you lied to them? You do this. Look, the the what do, what, do, what do they call it? The you know dignity and character neoconservatism. All right, that just went down by forty points in Wyoming last night. So Pence, you really want to stick with that wing of the party right now? Do you think those guys are the ones that are actually in the driver's seat? Because we're going to start digging through your dirty laundry, and we're going to start digging through the people that are financing all of your projects. 
We're going to start digging through all of the, you don't want this, Mike. You don't want it. I'm telling you right now, you don't want this smoke. We've already got the Virgin Island stuff. What have we got? Should I go down there? Believe me, Tanya, they would love trips to the Virgin Island. Should I go down there and start checking out this stuff? Because I will. Hey, you've got to go to Aspen about who paid for the, who paid for the ski, who paid for the ski vacation uh, when President Trump had to call him and tell him to get back to uh, Washington, D.C. Who was paying for that? Who mm -hmm. was underwriting mm -hmm. that? The big money buddy. Okay, uh, it, it, Jack, give us your assessment right now of where we stand with the whole Mar-a-Lago situation, the Justice Department tomorrow. You know, Tom Fitton's going to court. They're going to have the hearing tomorrow on the affidavit. Uh, New York Times also. Give us your assessment of all of that. Look, so I spoke with, um, and everybody knows that Christina Bob and I worked together at One American News back in 2020. So she, her office was right next to mine. So it comes to no surprise that we're, you know, we still stay in contact, obviously, with everything that's going on. I didn't want to, I knew her phone would probably be blowing up, but she was there um, during the raid. We spoke yesterday and, um, you know, I can't say everything that we talked about, but they do have a plan moving forward on this. And what the craziest part of it is that the FBI actually thought that this would not be going public. They thought they could keep secret. They thought they could keep it quiet. They thought it would be like the 1990s. They didn't realize what they were doing, at least it, what he says they said to them. I would flip it around and say, they still think it's the 1990s. Merrick Garland still thinks it's the 1990s. That he can just go out there and have his little stenographers over at Washington Post, the New York Times, and Maggie can write her articles. And Steve, you know, by the way, all of this got started with Maggie's book. When she started writing that book, talking about tearing up the classified, putting it in the toilet, then she was leaking that to Axios, and she was putting that out in the Times, all in, was that, early February of this year. We're cracking it down. I guarantee you what's going to be in that affidavit is, and what I'm hearing is, it's going to be those initial articles. It's going to be the Maggie Haberman stuff. And it, then it's going to be hearsay. It's going to be innuendo. It's going to be, oh, I heard something about a box coming through. The affidavit is going to be a complete joke. And how do I know this? Because it's simple. That's exactly what they did with Russiagate. That's why they don't want this thing to come out. And by the way, I'm pretty sure that some of those documents as well include, wait for it, the original Spygate documents. The original documents from the CIA, FBI, John, the Brennan, Flapper, Comey documents that they signed off on, which began the surveillance operation, the spying on Trump campaign. You know the president declassified those. Cash Patel's been out there about this. Ratcliffe has explained this. But of course, the president was going to keep a copy for himself. The DOJ refused to release. The DOJ refused to release them. We've got the Mark Meadows memo on this. So we've got that. You've got the Spygate documents, and then you've got this affidavit that's joke. Why is it that the Department of Justice said Merrick Garland gets up there and, as you eloquently said, wetting himself for the American people, says that he'll tell the American people the truth and then turns around and files Jack, that it's going to be sealed. Jack, Drop Jack, all the Jack, just hang on. Hang on through the commercial break. I want to bring you back and I want to tee up the show tonight. Your show is very important. Abe Hamaday. Also, ESA in Arizona. All next in the world. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room 
pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Jack Posobiec has now got a show on Real America's Voice. You know, Charlie Kirk follows us at noon, then Jack's at 10 o'clock at night uh, with Drew, the great Drew Hernandez, the tremendous investigative reporter. You're dropping receipts on Pence tonight. Everybody's got to watch at, at 10 o'clock. Um, but you're also got another aspect of the show, too. Well, that's about this debacle, this, this tax and spend orgy uh, called uh, the Orwellian name, the, uh, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, sir. Right. So, Steve, what we're leaving the show with tonight and this what really what you get on uh, in the 10 p.m. block, that's your war room night watch with myself, with Fernandez, powered by Turning Point USA. And tonight we're leading the show with the receipt on the secret phone calls that were made between Joe Manchin. Because remember, Manchin was the holdout on this. He said, oh, it's tax and spend. We don't want to do this. It's too much. Who was he having secret conversations with? Yeah, that's right. Bill Gates. And the conversations that they were having about Bill Gates and his comments that go all the way back to 2019, that this was really the Bill Gates green spending deal. And they changed all the names on this to confuse people. You think Biden knows what's actually in there? He has no clue. Bill Gates was behind this. He was having secret conversations with Senator Joe Manchin. Gates was the lobbyist on this thing. And that's what we're going to be breaking down tonight, 10 p.m. on Human Events Daily. Okay, right here on Real America's Voice. What's your social media? What are your coordinates, uh, Pasovic? Because you, more than anybody else, are putting up great content all day long. Yeah, of course, everybody knows we're 24-7 at Jack Pasovic. Twitter, Getter, we've got the live stream on Getter. We love the live stream audience on Getter. We've got the email up now, by the way, liberty at tposa.com. So if you want to shoot us your, your comments, your suggestions, your leaks, you're a whistleblower who wants to come forward, you want to make contact, liberty at tposa.com. Yeah, and by the way, I've got Raymond Ibrahim on in the second hour to talk about combat rosaries, and I'm going to get Jack Pasovic on either Thursday or Friday. Steve, a rosary is, is a belt-fed. It is a belt-fed weapon of 59 rounds, 59-round magazines of spiritual warfare straight into the face of the demonic. That's what your rosary is. You need to understand the rosary is the spiritual weapon for spiritual warfare of our time. Jack Pasovic, honored to have you on here, brother. Thanks, man. Bell fed. Bell fed. In, 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 in the business, we say Jack Basovic has range. He can take on just about any topic. Let's go uh, to Abe Hamaday in Arizona. Abe, tremendous hat tip to you on the, on the comfort behind great victory. Everybody in the war room wants to know because these AG positions, and particularly in Texas and Arizona, are so important. Where does your campaign stand now? What are you doing? How can people help? Well, thank you, Steve, for having me on, and thanks for having me on before the primary, because I think it was critical to our win. And we won by you know, more than 10% against our establishment opponents. There were five others in the race, and now you know, we're uniting the Republican Party, because the, you know, whatever the establishment thinks, I mean, some of them are going to be holdouts, Steve, but I mean, the alternative right now, what we've got going up against us is just evil. You have radical leftists who want to inflict so much misery and pain on our streets, on our southern border. And that's why the AG's office is so much more important than ever before. You're right. I mean, we have a good fighter in Ken Paxton in Texas, but you know, Arizona's the other Republican border state uh, with Mexico. And that's where we have to repel this invasion. And you know, we have to complete the wall. I'm gonna work with Governor Kerry Lake to secure our border and to fight whatever lawsuits are gonna come down our way with this Biden administration. And we have to work with Mark Fincham to secure our elections. We saw a debacle here in Arizona. I don't know if you saw it, Steve, but in Pinal County, they ran out of ballots for Republicans. And you know, I'm talking to Mark Fincham about this. These are civil rights violations against Republicans, what's going on. So you know, this is where I'm excited. The state of the race right now, it's strong. I'm going up against a radical leftist woke professor. Um, and she's a former journalist. So of course, the media is all, all about her and right now. So they're going to be throwing everything they got on us. And and I woke up the next day after a win and the New York Times and The Economist, all of us, all of them are calling us the, the triangle of tyranny. And I, I look and I look in the mirror and I say, man, I don't I don't feel like a tyrant. All I want to see is churches, schools and small businesses yeah. remain open during the covid times. But, you yeah. know, th this is what this is what they're doing. They're, they're spinning. No, it no, no. This, when, 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 for the Economist, the Financial Times, New York Times, when Abe Hamaday had the uniform of his country on overseas, uh, fighting not just to defend us here, but also fighting for the rights of those folks over there. Was was he a, a supporter of tyranny then? 
What's changed? Nothing's changed. Abe Hamaday just realized that the fight is here also. That's why he came back. Abe could have gone in, big law firm, white shoe, made a ton of money. He didn't. He's coming back in service to his country just like he did in uniform. That's why I think, Abe, so many people are attracted to your campaign and, and what you've got going on because of your service uh, to your estate, your service to your fellow citizens, your service to your country. Likewise, Stephen, thank you for your service too. But you know, that's what we're going up against. They think we're the biggest threat to so-called democracy. And here we are, we actually you know, swore that oath to protect and defend our constitution. That's exactly what I'm doing in Arizona. And I'm not swayed. Why they're so scared of us, Steve, is you know, we're not beholden to the establishment and the lobbyists. And that's what frightens them. I mean, this is a real shakeup to the elites and the status quo. And it, it's, it's funny going into these meetings because and, and you have like this leverage now that you're the nominee. And, you know, we're not playing by the same old rules anymore, Stephen. They're, they're, they're worried and they should be because we're, we're going to uh, push forward our America first agenda right here in Arizona. And I think Arizona is going to be the leading example all across the country. But, you know, financially, our, we had a tough uh, primary, we had five other opponents. So and what the Democrats do in, in Arizona, they basically have no primary opponents on the Democratic side. The Democratic Party of Arizona runs their primary elections like Saddam Hussein ran his, which is no <laughs> options and no choice. So that's what we're going up against. They have a war chest, but, you know, hopefully we can get some support from some of your viewers. But, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to push back and win this November. So where do people where do people go, Abe, to find out where you're going to be, your speaking engagements, how they find out more about you personally? And if they're so inclined to hit you with a five or a ten. Absolutely. They can go to abe4ag.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-G.com, abe4ag.com. And my social media is at Abraham Hamaday on Twitter, Getter, Truth, and all of those. Abe, uh, thanks for joining us. Great fight. Uh, huge win, 10 points. And uh, the posse's got your back. Arizona is absolutely critical. And you're, we couldn't have gotten a better guy uh, to go up against the Democrats. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Steve. We've got Caroline Levitt in the next hour. I got to tell you, if you look at the quality of people we have in MAGA that are putting themselves forward to run for office, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. And by the way, this show today, put the Pence thing aside because that's, that's, that's noise, not signal. It's nothing but good news. It's MAGA Senate. I really want to now drill down on this concept of ESA. It's something. Do we have the clip of Governor Ducey signing it yesterday? We don't? Okay. Um, when we get that, let me know. I want to bring in Christine Curso uh, from Arizona. She's a mom, uh, Arizona ESA mom. Can you tell this ESA is one of the most innovative things I've ever seen. This is, I think, going to change everything about school choice. It's actually signed into law yesterday by Governor Ducey, but it's been worked on for many years. The, the teachers unions are now having a rear guard action against it. The reason we want to get you on and other people. Can you tell us what is ESA and why is it going to revolutionize the education of our children? Well, Steve, honestly, empowerment scholarship accounts in Arizona has already started revolutionizing our, the children of our state. My son is at an ESA for nine years, and by picking the school we want him to go to and taking the tax dollars to fund it, it has been awesome. And so we're just so glad that now ESAs will be for all students, not special categories. So it's exciting because the tax dollars will follow the student. The public schools will still be funded at $14,000 a student, and ESA is only seven. So it's just exciting to know parents are finally getting the power to be able to focus on the, what's right for their kids and let the tax dollars finally follow them. So, so explain that just for a second. Is that because uh, they've had it for, I guess, special needs kids or special categories. Now it's for every child in the state. When you say tax dollars follow them, what do the parents actually have to do? Well, actually, it's great you're, we're doing this today because the application just went online at the Arizona Department of Education today. So every parent in the entire state of Arizona can choose an empowerment scholarship account and educational savings fund for their child instead of a public school if that's what they want. They go to the Department of Education, they click on the apply button, they just have to prove the child is living, you know, by a birth certificate, and they have to choose, you know, show that they live in Arizona by an electric bill or something like that. And then they'll be sitting in the holding pattern until the law goes into effect on September 24th. And then on September 24th, the AD has 30 days to be able to get them a contract. Within three weeks of that contract being signed, they will have $7,000 to choose for any school the child wants to go, the parent wants them to go to. Private school, homeschool, pod school, hybrid school, 
micro school. There's so many schools post COVID that we've chosen and created for our children to be to make sure that they're learning so that they're thriving. Public schools and charter public charter schools will still be funded. And they'll still be there. It's just that, and it's not an either or public schools or ESAs. It's a both and. We need a strong public school system, but us parents, especially post COVID, we need a way out for our children to be able to be successful. So you're telling me that people will have the option of homeschooling or, or Christian school or private school in addition to charter schools or public schools and whatever they select, the $7,000 will go there? Absolutely anything, as long as the students in Arizona, they can go to school here in Arizona, even if it's an online school, anything for $7,000 a year, which is only half of what a public school student gets. So parents are creative and it's absolutely unbelievable. It has never been done in history. And I'm just really proud of our governor signing this into law. He promised he would do it at a state of the state and he really delivered for us parents. This is this is going to change education throughout the country. This is where I'm so excited about it. I just actually learned the details of it about a month ago, but I wanted to have you on. And one of the reasons is, isn't now I understand the teachers unions are still firing back and there's some wrinkle right. in it that they can still put it on a referendum. But walk us through what's going on right now with the teachers unions. The minute this went into um, the legislature passed it on July 20 or June 24th, Governor Ducey signed it on July 7th. The teachers union started rallying. They're called Save Our Schools Arizona. They started collecting petitions, you know, printing them out. And now they're everywhere, all over the state, trying to get <clears throat> signatures to be able to put this on the ballot. They, the, the talking points is they're going for is this takes a billion dollars away from public education. Total lie. It only takes money away when a parent chooses to remove them from the public schools and uses an ESA. The other thing that they're saying is it's time that the people speak. So we need to put this on the ballot so that the people in the democratic way um, can let everybody know in Arizona what they want. The problem is they're forgetting this republic that we have in the de democratic process has already happened. We the people elected the legislature, we the people elected our governor, and we the parents went to them and said, please pass this, and that's what they did. So parents are waking up to what's happening when they see them around, they're watching the lies that are occurring. And we are just literally mobilizing across the state. First couple of weekends is one, two, three, four people. We're up to 300 people everywhere in the state, every day, especially on weekends heavy, just right there to offer the alternative to the lies that they're telling, holding the signs that say, do not sign anything from SOS, Save Our Schools, Arizona. So we're really trying hard to get the message out to every person in Arizona. Hopefully you'll call everybody you know in Arizona, Steve, and tell them, decline to sign everything from SOS, Arizona. Christine, how do they get to the site that, that people can help and, and, and sign up? What's the website people should go to? Right, decline to sign Arizona.com where we have a lot of activity on our Facebook page, which is decline to sign Arizona. They can decline come to out sign. And protest with us. Okay. We are going to stay on top of this, Christina Accurso. This is absolutely amazing. This ESA uh, account will revolutionize education for our children. No doubt about it. Christina, thank you very much for uh, joining us today in the war room. Okay. We're going to make sure everybody gets this decline to sign. We'll get it all up. Uh, be back in a moment. We're going to talk about the summit and how we make sure we have a free and fair election in November. Next. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, need everybody up on Getter uh, because we're putting up content 24-7. You got Navarro, you got Cortez. Uh, the great Ben Harnwell, all of us, of course, myself, if you're on my account, you'll see I'm putting things up all hours of the night, analysis, etc. So I need everybody to go there. It's totally free, and it expands your involvement in this. Remember, this is why we play the clips from the left in the morning. You, you, it, when you're part of the war and posse, you're part of this you know, cadre, you, you're just not 
listening to a show or watching a show. This is obviously in the middle of the fight, and you guys are the active participants. That's we need people to volunteer. You don't need to write checks. What you need to do is give your time and your effort. That's why we always talk about precinctstrategy.com. Go to Precinct Strategy right now. It's totally free. It gets you involved in the Republican Party as an owner, not a donor. The Republican Party is structured not to be run from the top down. Of course, you have uh, Ronald McDaniel and all the people that are at the RNC chair and at the head of the RNC, but that's the top part of the infrastructure. The whole base is really built for grassroots participation, but you have to actively go out and do it. So go to precinctstrategy.com. Right now, next hour, we're going to have Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots to talk about the efforts underway to get people trained up and volunteered in every district across the country. You know, President Obama put up uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Bill McGinley sent it to me. He tweeted out the, the, the wanting people to go be poll workers and poll watchers for the Democrats. Hey, that's fine. That's what the two party system is about. They should, you know, we want them to participate. We're going to beat them at the ballot box. We're going to make sure we have free and fair elections. The summit this week, it's going to be intense. I'm going to be there the entire time with Mike Lindell. It's going to be long days, but we're going to get to what's happening in every state, how we got here, where all the lawsuits stand. There's going to be this great film with Lara Logan and, and her team, uh, The Selection Code. Then next day, they're going to do the whole thing about after praying. You're going to do a whole trial on the on the machines and get down think, to the technical details. And there's going to be an action plan of how we go forward. And we're going to end the segment tonight before we start the 6 o'clock show with kind of a uh, a short video about what to expect. It's totally free, okay? It's totally free. It, unfortunately, because there's so many uh, election officials and so many uh, uh, um, politicians coming, elected officials, there's not going to be room at this uh, at this conference center to have uh, to have the war and posse or people from the the area, which we did have in South Dakota. Here, you're going to have to watch online, but it's going to be totally free. We're going to be streaming it the entire time, and it's going to be something you're not going to want to miss. Also, tomorrow, uh, we're going to have, um, uh, you know, Rudy just finished up his grand jury testimony. We're going to have Bernie Carrick. We're going to have Vernon Jones. Hopefully, if he can talk about it, maybe even Rudy himself. So there's a tremendous amount going on. I want to leave you before we get to the 6 o'clock hour, because there was also another very disturbing story in the 6 o'clock hour. Joe Allen, who's our transhumanist specialist, you know, he's been on kind of special assignment, so he hasn't been on the show as often as he has been in the past, where he works on this project for us. There's this really horrible story coming out about the Children's Hospital of Boston, one of the most revered children's hospitals, not just in the country, but in the world. Very disturbing story. Uh, there and uh, you know Chris Rufo's involved in it. Matt Walsh is involved in it. Also, Joe Allen. Joe got locked out of his Twitter account. First time that's ever happened to him. So we're going to have Joe Allen on in the next hour. And also, as I said, Caroline Levitt, who is a real young fighter. And here's why it, 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 we have some of these candidates on here. MAGA is not only ascendant; it's ascendant with the right people. We have fighters with every ethnicity, every race. Uh, every religion is just incredible. This is inclusive uh, nationalism and participatory populism. But remember, the key is the participatory part. That's what won in Wyoming. That's what won in Arizona. That's what's winning right now in Alaska. None of these candidates come with a lot of money, but they come with a lot of support, and that support is you. Okay, we're going to end with a, this is a video we put together, Mike Lindell's team. It tells you everything you need to know about the summit. Play the video. There's going to be a short commercial break. We're going to be back for the 6 o'clock hour. We've got a lot going on. You do not want to miss it, including I want to talk to Raymond Ibrahim about combat rosaries, the AK-47 of the spiritual warfare. We'll be back at 6 o'clock. I address you not only as a citizen of the United States, but as an American standing for all humanity. We are faced with the gravest of challenges. For the first time in the history of our nation, Technology has been activated that attacks our Constitution with the capacity to destroy our future. Absolute proof of the biggest cyber attack in history. It's a takeover of our country. We must remove voting machines and any electronic devices from all elections forever. All of you praying with us need to know. We have the tools and evidence to prevent catastrophic results and we can secure our freedom. Everything that can be done to prevent this disaster is being called into service. The human drive for excellence, knowledge. Every step of the ladder of experience has been taken to expose the truth. Let's take their country. How are we gonna do it? 
Let's use it with computers so we don't even have to fire a shot. Data experts have worked countless hours to bring forth the truth to the American people. This is a war on national security. This is a war between good and evil. This is a war that will affect what our country becomes. I just want to know everyone out there, all the evil that's out there, we are never quitting till we get to the truth, ever. Through all the chaos that is our history, through all of the wrongs and discord, through all the pain and suffering, through all our times, there is one thing that has nourished and elevated our souls, and that is our faith in God and courage. We must be brave. And I encourage you to use this time at home to get back in the Word, read our Bibles, and spend time with our families. We will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever. Elections have consequences. These selections are transforming the spirit of our country. The focus of the entire nation must be on this event, the moment of truth. God gave me a platform for a voice for such a time as this. We as a people must stand for the American dream, one nation under God, for liberty and justice for all. If the election of 2020 didn't happen, we would never, ever, ever have gotten to this great place we're gonna get to. Trust me on that, ever. This was all God's plan, and we are in the greatest revival for Jesus in history. God bless you all, thank Mike you. Lindell presents Live, the Moment of Truth Summit on frankspeech.com. Sign up now. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.